Hey guys, and welcome to the Poland Technology Podcast. My name is Ken Coyne. I'm your host and founder. Being a technology leader myself in Poland, I often get asked about technology here, be it technology trends, how to access Polish tech talent to build and support applications, or how can we sell our tech or service in Poland. Therefore, I created this podcast, which is targeted at tech leaders who want to learn more about Polish tech. We will interview the people who've gone through these experiences and learn from their success as well as failures. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Poland Technology Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined with Martin and Mike, who are personal friends of mine, but they also own and run the Wolves Summit, which is the largest technology summit in Poland. In their recent summit, which was completely virtual, they had 2,500 attendees and 4,500 one-on-one meetings. Now, I attended this event myself, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic to be able to attend all the different meetings and to have those one-on-one meetings all from my own home. But 11 days before the event, the guys had a dilemma. They were forced to cancel the meeting. Now, do you cancel or do you look at how we can get around this and not lose a huge amount of money at the same time? So they decided to change it into a virtual summit. Today, we're going to talk about how they overcame this challenge. Is virtual summits the new norm? And how has the model changed going forward into the future? So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks very much, Ken. Good morning to you. Thanks, Ken. Morning. Welcome, guys, and thanks for coming on this morning. I must say, listen, well done. I really enjoyed the online event. It was absolutely fantastic. My first time attending a virtual conference, but I know that you had a massive dilemma here. And I know my audience would love to learn all about how you overcame this. But first of all, could you tell us a bit about what is the Wolf Summit? Sure, Ken. Maybe I'll kick off on that one. So Wolf Summit, basically what we do is we connect startups with investors and corporations. And traditionally, what we've been doing is having biannual conferences in Warsaw, in Poland. And what we've been doing is the main demand, really, from our clients, from startups, corporations, investors, is the ability to have matchmaking meetings. So we'd have several thousand matchmaking meetings over two days where investors you know, can spend 15, 20 minutes with startups as they make their case. And uh, there's been a lot of great success stories out of these in-person meetings. So to sort of come along to the dilemma that we faced, hosting these in-person meetings and suddenly having a situation where with the COVID-19, with 11 days to go, it just wasn't going to be possible. And we had to change, obviously, to adapt to the circumstances. And maybe I'll hand over to Mike. Yeah, so obviously it was a big decision 11 days out from the conference to pivot to a fully online event. So it was, you know, in the space of two or three days, we done some market research, found the, the relevant platforms from a number of different suppliers, and we landed on hopin.to in the end. And very, very, you know, now looking back, we're really happy that we chose Hopin because, you know, besides a couple of minor blips, we had a really seamless experience and, uh, you know, the conference went like clockwork. Now, in tandem to the technical challenge around the, the content for the main stage, we also had to take care of the matchmaking on our native platform, which is Wolf's Match. Okay. So thankfully to Gareth Lewis, who's our CTO, and his technical capabilities, we implemented with the help of Microsoft Teams, 
a functionality so that all of the tables that were designated at the Palace of Culture and Science basically switched to a dedicated meeting room via Microsoft Teams. So, yeah. And again, really, I think we were just blessed. You know, there was no major technical issues there either. So we've got a really bulletproof system going forward that's, you know, stood the stood the test. And um, yeah, we've, it's opened up a new, whole new dimension to our, you know, conference. Yeah, I think it's interesting to note, Ken, that, you know, Johnny, who heads up the Hopper, they basically are a startup, you know. I think one of the things that highlights is that now more than ever, you know, startups with their innovative ideas have so much to offer in this new world that we're moving into, you know. So it was a startup helped us, right? Yeah. In actual fact, we were acting as guinea pigs testing this for the first time. We've never done it on this scale. So, you know, I think it's interesting that here's a startup conference and it's a startup application that was driving it, right? But also, you know, I think it's really important that, you know, major corporations like Microsoft, they're a tremendous business partner of ours. Mm. And, you know, they helped us as we were adapting our matchmaking platform to the virtual world. And they've been very supportive to us. So, you know, I think it's interesting to note that the role of corporations like Microsoft supporting us and the critical role of startups as well in this new world that we're moving into. Yeah, now more more so than ever, startups, you know, you've got to remember that an active startup may go to between five to 10 different events on a monthly basis, you know, whether they're fundraising or looking for partners, you know, brand awareness. So all of that's been knocked on the head, you know, worldwide. So, you know, it's not like they can fly over to the States and, you know, present in front of a, an investor an event there. So now more so than ever, they need they need that valuable exposure. And, um, you know, from the feedback we received from the community, we know that presenting them via the Hopin platform is actually a very effective and um, valuable route of getting them in front of relevant people now. Wow. It was interesting. We were able to have, you know, a lot of meetings. All of our team had a lot of meetings with, you know, both startups and investors during the conference. And there was overwhelming feedback that there's a need for this more than ever, given that, you know, as Mike says, people just can't travel to meet investors anymore. And there's a need for, you know, virtual matchmaking. And, you know, this is something that as we reflected on the feedback we were getting from both the startups, investors, and corporations, you know, we thought, look, why don't we provide that? Why don't we just do this more regularly? Why don't we provide the capability for startups to meet investors? virtually because it worked so well and the feedback was so great, you know, from our March conference, we felt, why don't we do it on a regular basis, you know, create that opportunity for startups to connect more frequently with the investors that are out there. Yeah. And it's, it's, again, it's, it's very efficient because it's on the time it's to the minute because I use it myself. It's short. It's sufficient for that first meeting that, okay, this makes sense. This, this, you know, it's worth following up on this or no pointless carry on with this and just move on to the next one. I actually spoke to one of the investors after the meeting, um, after the event, and he said he was able to attend so much more one-to-one meetings and so more efficient for him that it was, he's fantastic. He loved it uh, and he's looking forward to doing much more of it going forward into the future. And it cuts down on travel, it cuts down on everything. And it's just definitely seems to be yeah. a great way to go. 
In terms of the platforms, then, are there many platforms out there that offer this facility? Yeah, so you've got, besides Hopping, we looked at Hay Summit. Okay. I know that Grip, there's a company called Grip that are doing something very similar. So, yeah, I mean, it's it all depends on the on your budget and, you know, what you want to achieve from, from the conference. But, you know, we were very, very happy with Hopping, so we're not, you know, we're not going to be looking elsewhere. I think it's important to say, Mike, that, you know, for the matchmaking, we're really pleased the way our own platform. And, you know, guys, there must have been a few sleepless nights, uh, I'm guessing, because there's a lot of stress coming up to this. One, did you, you weren't even going to know if it was going to be cancelled or not. And two, then having to actually convert everything into online. I mean, what kind of, could we talk about some more challenges and more concerns around that space and how you overcame them? So mainly, the, you know, it was just the, the weight of the administrative tasks around you know data entry training the speakers so as you know ken you know the team had a call with every everybody that was presenting which was over 100 people you know the team had to walk walk everybody through the platform how to present you know there was we discovered lots of problems with certain browsers so we we advised everybody to use google chrome okay yeah it was you know it was just logistical challenges mainly well okay Interesting. Yeah, the interesting thing though, was the uh, for the matchmaking because there's there's two aspects to it. One was the, the platform that we were using, the Hopin platform that we were using for the panel sessions and for the the presentations and in the evenings for the for the networking. And then there was our matchmaking platform. What was very labor intensive was the presentations, making sure that people were there 15 minutes beforehand, that their browser was working okay. That they were actually the technology was was fitting in and working properly, and that was very labor intensive, a lot of stress because all last minute. But the matchmaking actually there was very little work involved in that. You know that that actually worked very well. You know we had 130 virtual tables, and you know with two or three people sitting in, that worked like clockwork. That worked very well. You know obviously we were supervising to make sure it worked okay. I think there was only one intervention that we needed through the course of the two days well fantastic and uh also i think you know when you attend these panel discussions you know sometimes with these events there's a limited number of people that can attend uh with the size of the room and the audience um, and i think it's fantastic that there's, there's no limit basically with an online event i guess in terms of numbers when we look at the numbers that you guys have i mean that was incredible two and a half thousand attendees and it's great i'm guessing i mean now i guess you've got much more better data to analyze and to improve this going forward for the future would that, would that be the correct assumption yeah so we obviously lots of lessons learned from from the first conference right. and going forward we you know we're basically implementing a very a more simple and refined pricing strategy so that you know it just makes everything else easy when you've got you know four to five ticket classes as opposed to you know, more than 10 different ticket options and add-ons, et cetera. So that's our main focus now is just to streamline it, but bring the focus more on our most, you know, the the most obvious match is startups with investors. So by an investor, that can be a corporate venture, venture fund. It could be an angel investor, you know, or it could be a, you know, a sovereign wealth fund. You know, they come under the um, investor umbrella. So just very simple packages that make it easy for the team to work with and, you know, just refine the process for the end user too. So, going, I mean, going forward, do you feel this is going to be the new norm now, uh, virtual summits, um, or will it be still a mix? Uh, I mean, how do you see it just going forward into the future? 
So I think for certainly for the next three months, you know, I think this is going to be our reality. Fingers crossed by October, all of this will have passed over and, and we'll be back at the Palace of Culture and Science in Warsaw for our, you know, for our autumn event in October. So that's all booked and, you know, preparations are made for it. So, yeah, we just need to, you know, gauge, monitor the situation over the coming months and, and see what develops with, with the COVID-19 issue. But even going forward into next year and the year, I mean, going forward right into the future, you see a lot more summer events being online versus being actual, you attend them in person? Well, ideally, well, I, I think, think, yeah. Right, go, shoot ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, as, as you correctly pointed out, Ken, earlier, a lot of people find the virtual summit now more time efficient and uh, more valuable. So, you know, it's it's not inconceivable that people will actually prefer a virtual networking event as opposed to all of the associated costs with attending a live event. So, yeah, let's, yeah, let's see what... You know, one of the things that we're, we're, we're considering is, you know, sticking with one or two conferences, in-person conferences, obviously we're based on the assumption that there's a return to normal as was, but supplementing that with um, more frequent virtual, certainly on the matchmaking side, and pitch competitions to give more regular access for startups to access capital and meet with investors and create greater opportunities. And as Mike says, you know, one of the things that the, one of the beauties about the virtual is it eliminates travel costs, accommodation costs, you know, and it's more efficient from a time perspective. So you really can focus on your idea, focus on your business and be driving it. It is a much more efficient model. There's no doubt about that. And also, I mean, you won't have the massive costs also of organizing, getting venues and, and everything associated with this. So it's, it should be a big saving really for everyone all around, I would, I would expect. Yeah. So the options are there. You know, at the end of the day, it's always going to be, we'll be listening to the feedback from our customers and, and just taking that on board to make sure that we're providing them with the tools and providing them with the requirements that they need. You know, that's the critical thing here. Fantastic. And I know now, you know, as a result of this, you've actually started a new service. Could you tell us a bit about how you came about this new service out of the outcome of this event? Yeah, so obviously, you know, in this climate, we need to, any business that just sits on its laurels is going to collapse. So, you know, we're acutely aware that we need, we have a real asset in that, you know, our database is a real valuable tool that we can, you know, leverage and assist the startup ecosystem in gaining those, you know, that valuable exposure. So we're moving into a monthly online event that we will basically every last Thursday of each month, we'll hold a one day event online. And that will be very much similar to what everyone's experienced two weeks ago. It will consist of some quality content on the main stage and a great pitch contest. So 50 startups will pitch in front of relevant investors. And then at the end of the day, we'll have the finals where the, the top 10 will compete for the main prize. Wow, that sounds fantastic, guys. I love it. I love the innovation and creativity at the last minute. I mean, amazing what you guys achieved. So yeah, it will be a very, very affordable price for, for startups to, to join us on a monthly basis. And basically what we'll do with the help of our system, we can enable round-the-clock functionality to matchmake. So, you know conceivably you could have a have a meeting with somebody in the states at three o'clock in the morning or singapore you know yeah technology is mm-hmm. fantastic now how many startups do you have on your books now Thirty-two thousand. wow 
Incredible. That's a lot of startups. What kind of feedback yeah, so you get from the international community in terms of VCs, in terms of the quality of presentations? So, yeah, in- interestingly, we um, a few days ago, I had a call with Yoram, who's part of uh, DealRoom.co. So he's the founder. Yeah, a Dutch-based uh, startup ecosystem aggregator. Okay. So essentially what they do is harvest huge amounts of data and then they offer services to, you know, for example, PFR in Poland, where they create a white label solution and augment the regional database. So obviously deal rooms see the huge value that Wolf Summit can bring in this uh, effort. So during the April 30th event, we'll be sharing some more info around our close collaboration with deal room. Okay, fantastic. <coughs> New partnerships, which I always think are really important for building on the future. But just going back to yeah, that exactly. last question in terms of the quality of the startups, maybe, um, maybe Mark, you could touch on this. I mean, kind of feedback in terms of presentations and how you've seen this evolve over the last couple of years in terms of Polish startups. Yeah, well, Mike and myself, we, we, we bought World Summit August last year and uh, October was our first in-person conference and we had close to 2,000 startups applied and we shortlisted that down to 300 startups. Again, there was an overwhelming response for this March conference and um, there was well over 500 high quality startups that we were able to shortlist. So, you know, what we're seeing is the quality is just improving and increasing numbers coming through, you know. So you're, you're talking about on an annualized basis, we can have as many as up to 6,000 new startups coming to us, you know. It's amazing. Wow. So, so it's the next event. So guys, let's talk. Just, I know time is limited here. So could you just, when is the next event and how can people learn about it and find out more about it? So the next event's coming on April the 30th, which is a yeah. Thursday. And it's going to be around an eight to 10, 10 hour day. So, you know, get ready for that. It's going to be quite a, quite a grueling day, but huge value for any, you know, for anybody that attends, whether they're a startup or an investor. So yeah, just that's the message. Go look forward to Wolf Summit on a monthly basis now. So Wolf, Wolf Summit is going to be live monthly. Awesome. Great guys. Well, you know what? I'm going to add it into the show notes to give a link to, to the website and how people can find out more about it. And listen, well done again. Amazing how you turned that around in such a short period of time. And only yesterday I saw a very large event in the UK is now going virtual also. So I, in my own opinion, I do believe we're going to see a lot more virtual events going forward in the future. It's a great way to add value. One thing I would have thought would be a good idea is there was some panel discussions that I would have liked to have seen because there was so much swapping at the same time. That would be great. I, I don't know if that's something, an option in the future that you can go back and play, replay some of the events or get access to the recordings. Is that something that you want to look at? Yeah, so essentially the team are working now with I think it's something around 30 gigabytes of uh, video material. So you can imagine the, the mammoth task they're all they're all taking part in. So yeah, once that's all been collated, then it will be made available for all participants. Fantastic. Listen, guys, thank you for your time today. Thanks very much, Thanks Ken. Thanks a lot, Ken. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.